can't can't <laughs> clarify this enough. <laughs> Lock your grandparents in the basement. You are not prepared. Then you couldn't look. There was no internet to look the shit up on. Everyone loves Dick. Are uh, you Dick Grayson? <laughs> what? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Jeremy, you're you're swinging a miss like all day. Um, since we've started talking, uh, you've been a swing and a miss. Uh, I hope the show will provide something different. I'll be honest. When I read that text, I said, is that today? I laughed so loud. I mean, to be fair, I've been working a very intense job all day and my brain is fried. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is. Hopefully enough beer will fix that issue. What's, uh, what's with the face, Jared? Why is there a Bane <laughs> in our studio? A what? I see Bane behind stage, but I cannot add it because it doesn't have a mic or a headset, it says. And it, I cannot add device, but I don't... Which one of you has another account trying to come into our recording? <laughs> Not me. Oh, I do. God. <laughs> I was like, can I get this link from my phone? And my browser wouldn't allow me to have the webcam or a uh, camera or microphone. <laughs> I will, and you know, for everyone at home, there's there's uh you know, there's like the comment section and where we're using to record. Um and uh I see the comments now where it was I'm here, I'm here, which is normal, and then I see the Bane account coming in that included co- like comments on our conversation ending with I'm there. <laughs> I don't know. God damn it, Anthony. Uh, so, uh, right off the bat, uh, you know, number three today, Batman villain bracket. You guys ready for this? Yes. I'm not. I'm no. more ready than you than you can imagine. Uh, I'm not. Um, as I told them, this bracket seems to have the most, um, you know, I, I call them OG characters. It would just be the villains that people know the best and know the most that are the mo- more popular. There's more of them in this bracket than any of the other ones. Like, we've seen Two-Face, we've seen Penguin, but in a different bracket. But this bracket today has quite a few of them more than normal. Um, And it was just because their personality type fit what this bracket was going for. Anthony's top three are all in the same bracket, so... Yes, they are. (laughs) Anthony's gonna have to make decisions. Um, Woo. Time to grow up. Yeah, uh, this is the mad... (laughs) uh, Quote-unquote mad... Uh, men um you know they're people that are really smart but they let their egos get the better of them trying to defeat batman and it always goes terrible for them and they become mad um but it's also mad in the sense of like you're really smart but you use it for all the wrong reasons like all the wrong reasons so you are also insane (laughs) mad as in crazy Exactly. Um, so it'll be a fun bracket today. Uh, before we get into that, guys, uh, you know, we have a sponsor and we have to mention them and we're going to mention <gasps> them now, guys. I know there's an ad uh, before this, but that's for something else that we're trying to do to help something else. So anyway, um, <clears throat> if you go to stitcherpremium.com, that's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R premium.com, uh, you put in promo code oddcast, you get 30 days free on us, uh, you know, the oddcast guys. And uh, you can manage and play whatever with all the podcasts that you would like to. 
Um, and it's available everywhere. You get 30 days free on us. Uh, so go check that out. Yeah, Jeremy, it is so close. I have not heard <laughs> that back was, from, ba- from Bad Dragon, so that is not a that sponsor. Was like prom, <laughs> that was like prom senior year. Yeah, I was like, I'm so excited. We're going to do it. And then nothing happened. Oh, that sucks. Really? That really you know, sucks. You know, you want to know what happened to me? I was so excited, about to do it. Oh, I'm on my period. Man, this, in case you can't tell, we're all men. On the <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Jeremy's a little boy. I was so pissed. That's what she told me. That's what she told me. Dude, lay down a towel. That's what I said. She said no. Hey, and no, no means no, so I'm glad that you agreed to listen to that. Hey, look, you always have to be a gentleman first. So I just want to say... An asshole second. Apologies to, like, the 50% of our listener base being women that had to endure that <laughs> fuck <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. I love women. That's Every relationship the point I've ever been is a woman. But, you know, moving on, moving on. Um... But uh, Anthony, um, Anthony, you're correct. Um, but you know that I, you know, whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> so moving on to our bracket, guys. Um, the first one up we have is Mad Hatter going against Clue Master, not Riddler. Clue Master. Yes, they are two different people. We'll get into it. Uh, so we're gonna start on Mad Hatter because he's just a fun little crazy guy, and I just think he's hilarious because he's like comic version of him he's just a little short guy and he's got like the mad hatter outfit going on and he's just all crazy and willy and he's curious and curiouser yeah he's fun uh so his real name uh is jarvis tetch uh it's a very weird name uh he was first mr minikheim (laughs) uh he first appeared in batman number 49 in october of 1948 uh Tetch, uh, he was shunned by the fellow children for being, uh, you know, the short, strange little man. Like I just mentioned, he was a very odd little man. Uh, So even as a kid, people would pick on him. He was the outcast of everybody. Uh, So at a young age, uh, Mr. Tetch uh, lived in his own fantasy. Like he would like he's called Mad Hatter because he read Alice in Wonderland as a kid and he loved the idea of that world. Um, So because no one wanted to be friends with him, no one wanted to be around him. Uh, he made that his world. So everything to him is Alice in Wonderland and nothing takes away from that. And that's how he copes with being an outcast. Uh, so at a younger age, uh, he befriends a woman and her younger daughter, um, which, you know, that's just like, hey, somebody's actually being nice to me. They feel bad for me, giving me a place to stay. Um, what ends up happening is the daughter, <laughs> she wasn't... Um, following the bible and got pregnant (laughs) but instead of but here's where it gets fucked up instead of telling her mom what actually happened she panics and she tells her that the football team uh did this to her you know a whole rape scenario and you know i think we all know how this goes um but it doesn't go how you know it doesn't go involving the police it instead turns into hey tetch you know how i let you live here and you really you've been really helping us out I need you to make these boys pay because they are bad boys and they need to be punished for what they've done. And and to him, it's like, I'm living in a whole nother world beyond what this is. Like, I I don't know. You're like the red queen and you're telling me to, I I guess I'm going to be like your knight in shining armor. So he does. However, he doesn't like tell again, doesn't tell the police, doesn't go to like the principal, you know, 
those are far too normal. Uh, he proceeds to plant a homemade bomb in the locker room, and when the boys go in to get ready for the home game, they are immediately blown up, and nobody ever finds out that Mad Hatter was the one who did this. Um, and he immediately flees from living with them, uh, you know, because obviously he just murdered, um, I don't know, how much, how big is a team? Like 10, 15 people, maybe more? Um, and they're all Jeremy, your sports. How the hell am I sports? I don't watch anything sports. So anyway, they're all dead. So they're just dead kids. Right off the gate. That's uh, how 11. Starting. Hey, look, hey, look at that. I was about right. Plus. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he ends up fleeing. Uh, no one learns that about any of this, that he was the one that bombed it, or that he had anything to do with it till many, many years later when he's caught by Batman. So it's like in his, like, you know, we're talking about him at probably about 16 or so when this happened. And he, well, you know, at the time that they found out, he's probably close to 30. So, I mean, this goes on for a long-ass time, and just no idea who did it. Um, anyway, so he ends up uh, attending a college. You know, he kind of gets in, uh, getting away, reinventing himself, however you want to put it. Um, but he learns uh, neuroscience, you know, all how the brain works and shit, uh, which he ends up using to develop a mind-controlling device. Uh, essentially, it's a mask and goggles. It usually looks like a rabbit or something, something along those lines that you would have seen in Alice in Wonderland. Uh, and this forces that person uh, to bend to his will, and they he commands them. So he'll send, like, oh, here's the white rabbit, Batman. And he sends in, you know, the guys in the white mask. Anyway, he uses that, ends up running into Batman. Um, Yeah, that that's about all I got for that one. You know, he tussles with Batman oh. a lot. Uh, because, again, as I keep pointing out, you can't murder and or kidnap people and brainwash them in Gotham without Batman getting involved. Um, but he's an interesting little dude. Like, he's just, he's so lost in his psychosis that he thinks he's an Alice in Wonderland 24 fucking 7. Um, and the little girl... And that place is weird. Uh, yes, and the reason he planted the bomb is the little girl, the, the daughter there, uh, he believes though. Like, younger girls like that, they get close to him, he calls them Alice. Like, they're all his Alice, and he does anything he can to protect them. Uh, so whenever a situation like that comes in, a Batman has to stop him, there's a whole nother fucking hostage situation going on where he just thinks it's Alice, and he's protecting her from the big bad Batman. It's a whole thing. Uh, so yeah, that that's yeah. Mad Hatter. He's an interesting little guy. Yeah, and I can imagine how crazy he is. I mean, have you ever read Alice in Wonderland or just the poem Jabberwocky? I don't know your history, Anthony. Uh, well, if 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 you would like, I do have a portion of. Uh, well, I have the entirety of the poem. But would you like to hear some of the Jabberwocky? Please. <laughs> Twas brilling, and the scythy toves did cry and grimble in the wab. All mimsy were the borough groves, and the moam wrath outgrabe. That was all English. This <laughs> this dude is a leprechaun yeah i mean he's only like five four you know he's only like four foot something he came out in the 1940s so alice in wonderland uh when when the fuck did that come out the book Anthony? yeah uh like a long time ago yeah i figured i, yeah, I figured it was a really long time ago uh, but yeah, Mad Hatter was a character made uh, made in the 40s, and and this was a thing that they were doing a lot of that time, because like the, the 30s and 40s were the early days of comics, so you're getting really 
goofy outlandish characters. That's where like Hercules for Marvel comes in or, you know, Thor, things like that. They all came in because it's like, hey, this already exists. We can use it. Let's make a character out of it. Um, Mad Hatter is one of those. It's like, hey, Alice in Wonderland, it's a free property. Use Mad Hatter. 1865. Why not? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Wow! Yeah, it's uh, yeah a lot earlier than I would have thought. So, um, yeah, so the, I just go I just want to bring up one one thing. How the hell is Anthony on history, and I'm on sports <laughs> when he's Master Olay? That's a great question, Jeremy. We're getting an interruption in the broadcast. If you would like to say anything to us, you can hit us up at oddcastmedia at gmail.com or at oddcastn on Twitter or Oddcast Network everywhere else. Hey, and then there's also patreon.com slash oddcast with bonus episodes and extra things for all of you good people out there. Back to Jeremy with sports. This still doesn't answer my question. (laughs) And we're out of time. Thank you all for joining us in the newsroom today. We're moving on to Clue Master. Stay tuned for whatever. Yeah, I'll need a picture of this fucker. Um, I will get you a picture of this fucker. Uh, real name, Arthur Brown. Uh, first appeared in Detective Comics 351 in 1966. Um, he uses uh, bullet, uh, sorry, pellets of various uses. You know, gas, smoke, whatever. Um, that's just a, a little tidbit about him. Um, but yeah, so Clue Master um, is a failed TV host uh, who turned to crime because, I mean, it's fucking Gotham and that just seems to be the thing. I, I don't know. Everyone turns to crime. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, everyone turns to crime. It's just, I don't know. Gotham has a fucking problem. Like, I don't I don't know what else to say other than uh, Gotham has a fucking Move problem. out of Gotham. Yeah, that Metropolis is across the lake. Go there. <laughs> Metropolis. Yeah, and then you have to deal with Superman, like, possibly destroying your entire fucking building one day. Uh, for no fucking Is that Oogie Boogie? Um, yeah, there is, there, 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 there is some cartoons that have made him like that, where he's just a super big fat guy for some reason. Yeah. He, he looks like Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas. He does. Thank you. I had that same honest thing, and I'm like, why would you draw him like a big... Well, well, well. What have we here? Like, I just, I don't... I, I can't comprehend that one. But anyway. Uh, when did we go from comic books and talking about a bracket with super, uh, Spider- <laughs> Batman villains? <laughs> To all of a sudden, Oogie Boogie. Because that's what he looks like, Jeremy. You gotta stay with us. Pay attention, you drunk fuck. Uh, so he first tries to learn Batman's identity, but he fails. Uh, he then begins crime uh, by leaving clues at each individual crime thing. And it was made very explicitly not like the riddles by Riddler. His were literally clues of what he was going to do. Whereas Riddler is just more like, I have a fun riddle that'll tell you something, but I'm going to make you guess for it. And his are just like, hey, I'm going to be here, but here's a thing that kind of tells you. It, it was stupid. They're almost identical, but his like, are just more direct. Clue Masters was like, uh, who knows? May I may or may not be robbing the bank tomorrow. <laughs> maybe. 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 Maybe not. I will be at the bank. And Will the bomb be planted at the baseball field? Probably. Here's a clue. It's not. But... <laughs> <laughs> so... 
Will we kidnap Santa Claus or not? Uh, but he uses these to lure Batman out, uh, hoping that one day he can defeat him and gain notoriety for that by learning Batman's secret identity. Um, and that's his whole thing. He just constantly wants to to prove that he's the best villain by learning his identity. Uh, which oh, wow, he's shit. Yeah, he eats shit. <laughs> um, and apparently he's uh, better, mo- most known as a big fat guy. So. <sighs> That is not a fat guy. That that is a fat guy, Jeremy. Do you do you not? No. Okay, you all can't no. see this, and I apologize. You know, being a podcast. Hold on. But look, look. at this. There he is. smashes Mm-mm. into pure gut. His foot is being eaten alive by that man's fat. Jared, there is a new scale of weight, my friend. That is not a fat guy. That is. Oh my god! I can't even do a dinosaur voice. I'm so drunk. Are you stealing? That is a dinosaur. He is beyond. God damn, he's fat. He is beyond that. And according to Gabriel, Iglesias, I was about to say you're stealing the joke from Gabriel. Is that where we're at, Jeremy? Thank God yes, you mentioned it. Yes, I'm stealing the joke been... from Gabriel Iglesias because he met, he made the new status quo for measuring men's fat. Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, Anthony yeah. actually got to see him uh, before quarantine fully set in. Yep, right before. Dude, did we? It went for an hour longer because he didn't want to stop talking because it was his last show. Which it was, it, he was fucking funny. So at least you. Well, know, there we Anthony. go. Anthony you says know. he's fucking funny. Yeah, of course. Big, healthy, husky, fluffy. Damn. And then. And then there's oh, the sixth no. one. <laughs> there's the sixth one. So I just on lost on. my. Uh, I lost my mouse. Mine's right here. Mine just flew off my lap. I don't know where hey, it went. Jared, I, Jared, I think you you hit all timers really, really soon because last time that you told us you needed tweezers. Okay, you know what, Jeremy? That you are just on a roll for things that don't make any fucking sense. So it's, you're welcome. It's a little, you know, Mad Hatter or Clue or Clue Master. But no, my fucking mouse dropped off my lap and it bounced over to the right. But that's underneath the bed, so now I don't know where the fuck it went, and I can't mm. get up and look for um, it. Um, that's what she said. At least it wasn't a gerbil you lost. <laughs> Um, my vote's gonna go to the Mad Hatter, cause fucking Clue Master, he's a knockoff bad cl- fucking Riddler. Dude, because you said that, Anthony, I'm gonna give you a clue. What might go in your ass? Definitely not you. My dick. Here's a riddle, what's small, yellow, and dangerous? Hey. A lemon? No, a canary with machine gun. <laughs> Fuck you, that's an actual. That's an actual riddle. <laughs> it is. That was from the, the Adam West Batman. It's great. Good times. So, Jeremy, Clue Master or Mad Hatter? I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go with Mad Hatter. All right, so Mad Hatter will move. And the forward. reason being, um, I'm gonna be completely honest. Being, I was voting Mad Hatter anyway. Um, Clue Master, it just I, that's how I felt. I was like, 
he's like a knockoff shitty Riddler, because, like, he doesn't ever succeed, whereas Riddler has at least succeeded a few times. Like, the, he's, he's just the knockoff. That's like, if you can't afford Riddler, you get the, the off-brand instead of name-brand, you get Clue Master. Yeah, that's kind of like, what I was thinking. Like that Riddler's Windex, an and then right below it is, like, not Windex, and that's just Clue Master. Anyway, uh, so Mad Hatter will move on. Can't really say I'm that surprised with that one. Um, let's go Hugo Strange and Jeremiah Arkham. Uh, Anthony, you know Hugo Strange. And you both are on computers, so you and fuckers Jeremiah can look Arkham. things up however the fuck you feel. You both can suck my dick. Apparently I'm sports, and he's history. Down there. So what does history, that make Jared? down there. Math. You are math. Um, Logic. Uh, um, um, uh, he's the, ten. He's the host. He's the host. And now on to Anthony with history. Um, it's old. Hugo Strange. <laughs> I blew up the microphone saying that, so careful. <laughs> what Hugo Strange is, or who is Hugo Strange? We go live to Anthony Denny. I don't know, but I want some strange. Uh, Hugo Strange is a doctor. He's Doctor Strange, actually. He's got a bitchin' pencil beard. I'm getting word now Disney is shutting us down again. They said Doctor Strange too close to their own property. So, uh, sorry, Anthony, you've been canceled. Again, man, I can't believe we hired you back and you're fired again. What will you do now? Um, I'm gonna go to Disneyland. <laughs> Anthony has left the studio. He is. God damn, I'm happy for him. You know, Disneyland two times being fired. That's. I'll be honest. There's a loud metallic time. twang on the other side of that door, and it really worried me. <laughs> All right, so Hugo Strange. Uh, he first appeared in Detective Comics in 1940. Uh, he's a skilled psychiatrist, uh, but he's also a paranoid schizophrenic, um, <clears throat> which works out really fucking great when you're the therapist for Arkham Asylum. Let me tell you, it's like that. I, I, so Jeremiah Arkham and Hugo both, I'm going to say this now, both of them worked at Arkham Asylum. One of them owned Arkham Asylum and they're both insane. I think mm, the I, resume, I wonder which one. I think the resume to work owned by anything with Arkham Asylum to oversee the worst people in Gotham, you must also be insane, literally diagnosed schizophrenic or paranoid, anything. <laughs> like, you can't be just a guy. Like, no, I'm glad you came in for this interview, Hugo. Um, there's one thing we have to know right off the bat. Number one question. Can you become a villain of Batman if asked? Oh, I'd like to think I'd be very good at it. I'm a paranoid schizophrenic, you know. You're hired. God damn it, you're hired. <laughs> I'm a paranoid schizophrenic. No, I'm not. This is what you tuned That's in for. Joke. This is the comedy you can expect every time you listen. Um, anyway, um, while he's a therapist at Arkham, uh, he actually brainwashes villains uh, into doing work for him. Uh, so anytime there was a breakout or something like that, he would be the one who brainwashed whoever he needed to to get that organized uh, to be able to then use them on the outside. Um, 
he also briefly, uh, you know, working at Arkham Asylum, as I said, uh, this is where he learns, uh, actually learns Batman's secret identity. He figures out that Batman is Bruce Wayne. Uh, but then he also, in a, uh, you know, in the ensuing fight with Batman, gets a head injury, which prompts him to then forget it in his, uh, how do you put that? In, of course. In his conscious brain. Like, while while he's not having an episode, he doesn't remember. But he is a deadly opponent to Batman, because if he ever has a schizo- like a schizophrenic outbreak or anything, the biggest fear with that character for Batman is that he will remember that he is Bruce Wayne, and he will tell somebody. He's like, you know who I am, but you don't, like, remember who I am, but if something were to ever happen, I might have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Strange is extremely dangerous because of this, uh... His uh his psychiatry like his psychiatry and things like that uh, make him a deadly opponent because he's able to manipulate every villain he encounters to working for him. He'll find something he can use. Um, he's he's extremely good with his psychology uh, and using psychosis things like that. Um, Jeremiah Arkham, on the other hand, <clears throat> man, so Jeremiah Arkham's a sad sack. I'm just gonna start there. Um, he was seen first in Shadow of the Bat in 1992. Um, another mentally ill villain, just like Hugo himself, uh, Jeremiah ran Arkham Asylum. Uh, his father uh, had actually, Je- Jebediah Arkham had actually started Arkham. He Jebediah. took over. Uh, yeah, he took over after his father's death. Um, he was also a schizophrenic uh, who had multiple personalities and would const- and yeah, he gets manipulated by the Joker uh, many times. Uh, because Joker, as we know, um, you know, he's Joker. And I, I really don't know how else to put that when it comes to that character. Like, he's able to manipulate people somehow. Like, the dude who's... He looks like he belongs in a fucking cartoon on a daily basis, no matter what day it is. And he's constantly murdering somebody while laughing. Somehow that guy manipulates people. Anyway... Uh, he's manipulated by the Joker to take over the asylum many times to release inmates, uh, which eventually leads to him getting fired from running the asylum. Like, he's like, hey, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> we can't have you just letting people out all the time. This is really becoming a problem. Uh, it, it's like the uh, the Key and Peele skit when the guy when he's a security guard and he keeps getting manipulated. <laughs> oh, I belong here. Like, hey man, I don't belong in here. What you don't? He just like opens the door. Like, all right, you're free to go. <laughs> it happens like four times. Man, you gotta stop letting me out of here. If I tell you to let me out of here, oh, you want to be let out? All right, I was just no, stop. I want to be in. I want to be in the cell. I can't trick me with the first psychologicalness. Exactly. That, that's Jeremiah Argum and. uh fucking joker every single goddamn time he's an arkham it happens every fucking time um but yeah um after this uh he's put in the asylum because obviously they can't fucking trust him to run it and they know he's crazy he goes in the asylum yeah um so that's jeremiah arkham uh he ran the asylum and hugo was the psychiatrist that was manipulating villains behind the scenes uh which would then in turn manipulate him so it's a real like circle of life deal going on in arkham the circle of life. Circle of life. And it moves so slow. Huh? Don't. Uh, <laughs> and can you feel? Wow. 
Well, I actually have dogs running up to the window now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so Hugo Strange, Jeremiah Arkham. Uh, I'll tell you right now, well, I'm voting Hugo. Uh, just because... Why? Because Hugo... Cool name. Hugo Strange, as a as a villain, he's able to manipulate even the baddest of the bad villains to all work together. Which is something that doesn't typically work because they they all want to butt heads on shit, but he's able to use his psychiatry to be like, yeah, but if you do this, then this works, and if you do this, then this Like, he's just, he's good at what he does. Jeremiah Arkham, on the other hand, he's just good as, like, if you get trapped, he's the guy that will let you out because you know Joker's there, and you know he's going to convince him to let everybody out. So, you know, whatever, just bite it out. Um, where, on the other hand, Hugo can, you know, make things happen without you know really what's going on, you know what I mean? So, one's a villain, and the other one's a manipulated person. Yeah, one's a villain-villain, and the other one is more just, just really fucking annoying to have to deal with. Because, you know, like, you expect Arkham to be the place where they stay, mm. and then this fucking guy, just this fucking guy, every goddamn time Batman turns around, he's letting people out. You know? All right, uh, Jeremy, who's your vote for? I haven't decided yet. Anthony, I'll let you go first. All right, my vote is for Hugo Strange. All right, so Hugo <laughs> Strange moves on. Well, hold on. What do you mean, hold on? <laughs> I just voted Hugo <laughs> Hold too. on. Hold on there, Gutsa. Hey, you can go tell and help me to hold on. Wait, I know you. <laughs> Wait. I, I am also gonna have to vote for Hugo Strange. Okay, so because Hugo one on. <laughs> for one reason and one reason only. His bitch and facial hair. No, <laughs> I just realized I need to change my profession because I didn't know you could be a doctor at Strange. Jesus Christ, Jeremy. Well, there goes all <laughs> the female listeners we have, because Jeremy, pretty sure you'd sleep with anyone that comes within a 10-foot radius of you. No, Jesus no, that is a hard no. It, it's really funny, because uh, we actually just sent out the wedding invite to Jeremy, and uh, it'll probably be being sent out tomorrow, but it was like, hey, Jeremy and guests. I'm like, you don't, he's not going to need a guest. Jeremy, oh Jeremy fuck you! <laughs> I'm still bringing a guest. I don't care what I what I find. I'm gonna make something up. <laughs> he... <laughs> Might be my sex doll, the new AI sex doll from Japan. Fifteen grand. Oh, Jeremy, she's nice. So where did you find her? <laughs> yeah, you know, I just found her at the bus stop when I was going. <laughs> what is that voice? Why does Jeremy sound like that in your world? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm Jeremy. I just, you know, I just found her at the bus stop. You know, I was coming here, and I'm like, "Hey, baby, you want to come with me?" And they're like, "Hey, short little guy, I'll just shove you right up my pussy." Like, I'll go. This now has gone from a Batman villain bracket to what will Jeremy date next? You're going to date an Amazonist, and she's going to shove you straight up her butthole. And that's where you're going to The term is Amazonian. Get it right, Jared. (coughs) He's going to date Wonder Woman next. That's who. Uh, Anyway, so moving on with our bracket. 
Uh, That's going to be kind of hard. Up next is the one that Anthony's absolutely going to hate, and I was tempted to save it for last, but I can't. Um, uh, Jeremy, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, so while I was talking and you were like, you know, making fun of me, my chair collapsed on me. It broke. <laughs> and who's Even the, the chair fat boy the now? <laughs> oh, how the tides have shifted, my skinny friend. <laughs> the chairs have turned on your culture. Viva la revolution. <laughs> Viva la revolution, chairs. <laughs> Revolution. I should really try to find my mouse, but I don't want to. Uh, so, Jeremy, are you good now that your chair collapsed? Oh, yeah, I'm good now. I'm uh, good now. Good now, boo? I'm not your boo. Jared is. Anthony, uh, why, are you, why are you sharing this? Why am I sharing what? Oh, well, it's because I have stuff on there, but here, let me, uh, let me open it back up. Nope, not that. Nope. There. The audacity of this guy. <laughs> I don't know what this Just... is. <laughs> I don't remember the context between what this was for and now I've completely forgotten. So Anthony had a meme pulled up that he he just doesn't fucking remember what it was. It's, uh, for those out there, it's Filthy Frank. Uh, it's time to stop. He's just holding up a big, big old clock. <clears throat> so why does it say six thirty <laughs> on the clock? Because it's not a real clock, and yeah, I mean, or it's, it was taken at six. It's not scale. If you actually look, accurate. you can see at the very bottom. Oh, here you can see that it's not six thirty because the little one is not there. Oh, okay, I can see it now. <clears throat> so, Scarecrow going against Riddler. Two well-known villains going head-to-head. So where should we start? I already have my vote, so don't worry. I've I've had all week. It's true. I've already come to an answer. Um. So for Scarecrow or Riddler, who do you want to go over first? Uh, Let's go over Riddler first, Mister Nigma. Oh, Mister Nigma, my bum. That's Anthony. Um, and the and sorry, it's gonna take me a minute to get to Riddler. Um, I originally had this bracket set up a little bit differently, and then I changed it just because the characters felt better compare uh, compatible with each other when I switched it. Anyway, <clears throat> sorry for the hold up. Well, before before you go into this, can you repeat what you just said before <laughs> all of that? I just want to hold the show here for just a moment. Anthony says what? Uh, Mr. Nigma. Hey guys, me, Jeremy. I'm just holding up the show because I, I don't have anything better to do. So I'm just holding it up, guys. Hashtag thank you for your service. Shout it to me everywhere. Well, no. I gotta I'm go to detective. Mordor now. So a riddler. I'm, de- I'm a detective <laughs> and I just figured something out. Alright, Batman, let's hear it. About Edward Nigma. No wonder. No wonder Anthony wants a subscription to Bad Dragons. 
Now the I'm Bad Dragon have subscription? You said something about his bunghole that was Anthony and the Riddler. I'm going to edit all of this out, just so you're <laughs> aware. <laughs> this is big difference between CLT and Oddcast. I don't, I don't edit out the bullshit, because I need all those uh, seconds. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there's times I say I will and I don't, but then there's times I do. I mean, we could just say some really controversial stuff really quickly that then you'll have to edit it out. <gasps> oh, so Riddler... I was going to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, I was going to say something that began with an M. The letter M. (laughs) So, (laughs) Edward Nigma. Uh, he first appeared in Detective Comics, number 140, 1948, another 1948 man. Um, Nigma loved puzzles, riddles, and the like from a young age, hence why he calls himself the Riddler, which we'll get into. Uh, at his high school, his teacher announced that there was a prize if anyone could solve the puzzle he laid before the class. So... Uh, Edward, being the top-rate person that he is and wanting to solve this, he breaks into the school overnight, figures out how to solve it, so that when he comes back in the next day, comes right up, says, I've got the answer. Goes up, solves it, wins the prize. Uh, Which turned out to be a riddle book, uh, at which point his teacher praises him for being able to solve the puzzle, which he absolutely loves. Uh, He's a textbook... um, Narcissist. Thank you. Uh, a textbook narcissist. He loves to be told that he's right, even if he, even when he knows he's absolutely being or wrong. Or would that be a megalomaniac? A megalomaniac is probably more precise. <clears throat> um. So yeah, he just loves to be told that he's better. So he that's why he constantly fights a Batman is because Batman constantly figures out his shit. He wants to one up him just so that somebody so that Batman, the one person who always beats him, will tell him that he's better. Because um, as an adult, he dons a signature outfit that he always wears, which is the green suit with the question marks, uh, and begins his life of crime uh, constantly battling with Batman because he believes that Batman is the only person in all the world that is his true adversary for his riddles and games. Anyone else is subpar. Because Batman is super fucking intelligent, so Riddler gets a kick out of coming up with these super elaborate game puzzles and riddles and Batman figuring them out. Um, he does, however, want to beat him because, again, he wants to be praised as being the best. Uh, so Batman is that ultimate challenge for him. Can he outdo Batman's brain? Um, Anthony, anything you want to add to Riddler? Because I know Riddler's one um, of your favorites. Actually, yes. Uh, Mr. Nigma or Eddie, um, well, I'm, I'm on a first base name with him. Um, he actually um, knows the identity of Batman, but he doesn't say anything Well, for two reasons. One... Um, death by Rachel Ghoul, mm-hmm. and two because he realizes that it's the greatest riddle ever, and he he's the only one with the answer. Yep, that's his ego that always gets him in trouble. By the way, Jeremy is uh, he thinks that he's better than everybody. So yeah, the, he should, is correct. You should share my screen, Jared. I want to show Jeremy this photo. Um, but Anthony is correct. Uh, he holds on to to the Bruce Wayne identity just because he knows it's a, a one up from everybody. Oh, yes, and for anybody who doesn't yes. remember, Jim Carrey played Riddler in Batman Forever. <laughs> God, that's a blast from the past. 
He was a good Riddler. I don't care what anybody else says. He was a good Riddler. It's prime Jim Carrey. I have I mean, he's no a, opinion. He, he introduced me to the word to joygasm, so... I withdraw my opinion. Ooh. Yeah, everyone, just look up Jim Carrey Riddler. There's, not only are there great photos, I but there's draw great bold shots as well. Like, look at that. Jim Carrey's packing. All right, so instead of staring at Jim Carrey's uh, nutsack there, let's uh, just remove Anthony's ability to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Look, you should already know, because we're going to go to strange places of Anthony Sherry. Yeah, I've already learned. So... Rule 34, baby. The things we, the things you constantly tell people to look up, like I, I, we've had the unfortunate Anthony sending us the things that he's Googled before. They are not a place. <laughs> oh, they are not. We, Jared, for everyone at home, we got witness to a Venom making, not even making love, like just giving it to Sandman, and it was not a pleasurable picture. Jared. Jared. You're gonna have to open up my 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 my. Uh... Anthony's gonna show us something that's once again gonna horrify us. Oh God! Rule thirty four: the Riddler. What the hell? That's not the Riddler. Oh my God! Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not nope. going down I that rabbit hole. Jim Carrey, Rule thirty four. <laughs> Oh, God. I've lost my appetite for yeah, the entire yeah, month. I think I, I'm in the same boat. Uh, so, so Scarecrow is the other contender in here. Uh, real name, obviously, Jonathan Crane. Uh, most people probably know him from Batman Begins and so on. Uh, there was a more recent thing there. Uh, he's also in the uh, Harley Quinn by, uh, show. Killian Murphy. Yes, um, but I do, um, which brings me to another thing. Uh, now that I... Uh, before I forget, I want to talk about the Harley animated show when we end the show out. So stay tuned for that one because uh, it, it's been really entertaining and I'd like to share some opinions. Um, but anyway, Scarecrow, Jonathan Crane. Uh, first appearance, World's Finest Comics, number three, 1941. Uh, so Crane was bullied for his slender figure being compared to Ichabod, Ichabod Crane from Sleepy Hollow because he was just a very, very slender kid. Um, after his bully, Bo, uh, Bo Briggs humiliates Crane and... His crush, the head cheerleader, rejects him at school uh, for going to prom. The humili- uh, humiliated Crane takes this as his ultimate, um, like his ultimate sign of what he should be doing to get revenge. Uh, at which point, he puts on a scarecrow mask, gets his dad's gun, uh, and takes his revenge. Uh, he. Basically, he ambushes them when they're leaving the school. Uh, practice was over for the football team, so they're driving home. Uh, he comes at them with the scarecrow mask and the handgun and goes to shoot at them, fires and misses, but Bo Briggs, not willing to take the risk, uh, speeds off in his car, which it crashes, leaving him permanently paralyzed and killing his high, his crush that he had. Uh, she's oh, killed really on impact, sad. and the other guy's paralyzed forever. Um... After this, uh, he goes to college. Uh, he studies psychology because what else would a man like this end up doing? Uh, because every Batman villain is somehow a doctor. Yeah, somehow every Batman villain is a doctor that's just had a really shitty life. Um, which he ends up working at Arkham. Uh, 
But behind closed doors, uh, he ends up performing fear-inducing experiments. Uh, he also teaches at the Gotham U- University about phobias, which is all about fear, so hence why he's doing the fear things and yada, yada, yada. Um, he's fired from uh, the university because he brings in the loaded gun to class, and he... Basically, he holds it up to a student's head, and he's like, if you don't, like, you gotta understand how fear and phobias work, blah, 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 this is your fear, and, you know, gun was loaded, gun goes off, doesn't injure anybody, but it gets him fired because, you know, can't bring a gun to school. Anyway, Anthony? Um, now, not to call shit on Mr. Crane, but, uh, I'm Dr. Crane, um, a loaded gun put up to anyone's head is not a fear. That's that's rash. That's not like not like oh, it's something I'm deeply afraid of. Yeah, everyone's afraid of that. It's like a fear of chainsaws. It's called common sense. Yeah, well, it bad. It will hurt. It 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 will hurt. Yeah, like an irrational fear is like my irrational fear of escalators. For the listeners, I think I think now we need to know <laughs> what is your irrational fear fear with an escalator. Uh, what if my f- shoelace gets stuck and then it eats my legs and then my body and then I die? Like I said, it's completely irrational. I understand I mean, how crazy it sounds, but every time I get on an escalator, I'm a little shaky. I mean, it's not an insane Man. fear. I've definitely seen the videos of, you know, a shoelace and it, like, breaks your ankle. But, like, I don't think it would eat your leg. I mean, I'm pretty sure it, like, it grinds to a halt after, like, Breaking the guy's ankle, then it's just like, hey, I can't move. Oh, so after the breaking of the ankle, <laughs> yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, most, yeah, that's all I have to worry about. It's going to break your ankle, but it's not going to rip your skin off. Well, I mean, to be fair, if it's Final Destination shit, I mean, the worst that you could be looking at right now is everybody at your wake and have a jelly sandwich. Oh my god, Anthony, have you seen the American Dad I sliced my fucking that? pinky open. I don't want to hear about fucking accidents. I, I am the most clumsy person in the world. If an escalator is going to fucking destroy anyone's legs, it's going to be me. This is true. He, I mean, this is the second time this year that he's sliced the, the, the tip of his finger with a blade. Yeah, it's really great because it's the opposite fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's real great. Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> after being fired from the university, he's also uh, Crane is also fired from Arkham Asylum uh, because they find out about his experiments he's been doing with the fear-inducing stuff. Uh, so he ends up getting fired from the university. He's fired from the asylum. Uh, he's in a darker hole than he was the day that he got humiliated at his high school. So Crane does what he knew to do back then when he got to this point. He dons the scarecrow mask, accompanied by a newly adorned scarecrow-inspired outfit, uh, and uses what he... Um, basically, folks, for those of you who don't know Scarecrow... He has a fear toxin, and the fear toxin is a chemical, which he created from the fear-inducing experiments he was doing in Arkham. So he just uses that. Like, he injects people with this fear toxin. They experience their worst fear. Like, your worst fear... <laughs> your worst fear times 100, and it kills you. It, it causes your heart to explode because it, it's too much fear. Um, so yeah, that, that's what he does. That, that, that's, uh, that's Scarecrow. Um, he's, he's done this in numerous ways. You know, he's done, uh, like gas clouds on people. He's done the injecting. Yeah. He's worked and with other people. Fun fact. He's had the yellow lantern ring of fear. He has, which is fucking terrifying. The man who uses fear using the thing that's powered by said fear. Like it's, that's terrifying. And there's this actually great arc with him where he actually becomes immune to fear. So he works on more and more potent fear toxin. 
so he can feel fear again. In other words, oh, yeah. if somebody else were to take it, it kills them immediately. Their body is immediately over, just yeah. over, uh, you know. Dose? Yeah, overdose. I was trying to think of another word for it, but I drew a blank, so my bad. Overstimulated. <laughs> there you go, overstimulated. Uh, with could, you, could you imagine being addicted to fear? There are some people who are. There are. Uh, just like there's uh, the the adrenaline junkie, as people call them, the people who do death-defying things all the time. It's It's the same concept, except instead of fear, it's adrenaline. It's just... You go to the extreme to get that feeling again, which a lot of those people end up dying in horrible fucking ways. <laughs> but hey, that's uh, that's the life they chose, right? Um, so anyway, a Riddler or Scarecrow? Now I'm sure everyone's curious about what I want to say because I, I actually so I um I'm not going to I'm I will be the tiebreaker. Fuck you, Jeremy. Riddler or Scarecrow? Oh, wait, before that, uh, I <laughs> I can't believe I almost forgot this bit. Um, the reason him and Riddler aren't together um, is that they both have gone to the extremes for the things that, they, um, that they're passionate about. Him, it's fear. For Riddler, it's riddles and such. Uh, and Batman actually became immune to the fear toxin at a certain point. Uh, and he constantly finds ways to become immune to it. So it's one of those things that drives Scarecrow mad that no matter what he does, Batman keeps finding a way to make his stuff like useless. Uh, same in the fact as Riddler keeps trying to make these big expansive riddles and Batman keeps foiling it. So they're both in that same constant loop of I want to be the best at this, but this fucker here, <laughs> this motherfucker in the bat costume... <laughs> The bomb is hidden in the biggest diamond in Gotham City. I've already got it. Son of a bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but how will you face your fear, Batman? I don't fear anything. Son of a bitch! This bad motherfucker! (laughs) I hold my breath. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Jeremy, Riddler or Scarecrow? <clears throat> this is a tough one. This is. They are both uh, intelligent men. Both are iconic. Both are very good. Uh... Oh, and for more added things, uh, not not for this, uh, but for our listeners at home, uh, they're all in. They're both in the Arkham series of games, uh, and both of them are people that you can fight. So that's something for everybody at home. If you want to experience these characters firsthand, play the Arkham games. You get to experience both of them. I would have to say, because pretty much Batman nullifies every aspect of these two characters to the point that, you know, they're pretty much worthless. Um, No. But if you pit them against each other, I believe Scarecrow would win. Wow. All right, so Jeremy is a vote for Scarecrow. And it hurts because uh, <clears throat> I love no, I love Riddler. I I do I am I am very much a fan of Scarecrow. I I just just the way that he goes about things I think is is rather unique because like fear like a riddle thing like you know if you're not the smartest person you're gonna have a quick death and eh, you know whatever you're just gonna die to his riddle thing. Whereas Scarecrow on the other hand like. You can't really just be immune to the thing, the chemical compound in your body that makes fear, unless for some reason you were born without it. 
some people are it's a thing um but like that that's fucking terrifying like i'd have to relive my worst fear every fucking day and no matter what i did it would just keep happening until eventually my heart fucking gives out because i can't take it anymore and that's a slow painful fucking day that's agonizing um but riddler on the other hand like he's just fucking good at what he does like he figured out batman's identity rather quickly and then just just the fucking narcissist kind of person that he is it's just like i'm not gonna tell anybody like this makes me better like you're wow um i want i really want anthony's take on this so i'm gonna vote riddler just because i want anthony's tiebreaker i really want to see where he fell on his two favorites here well um to be honest i go with scarecrow i'm honestly surprised Yes, like as much as I really like Riddler, and like I, I'm a sucker for like the intelligent villains who who use yes. their like intelligence to not get beat, but then Scarecrow is also that, and he takes it to the next level because he levels the playing field. It's true. This is true. I mean, who who needs to kidnap people when you can just make them afraid of you for the rest of their life? Mm-hmm. And even They're if you say you get life. injected by a f- a fear toxin and Batman gives you the cure. You're not going to fuck with the scarecrow ever again. Cause you're going to remember always what happened to you psychologically. Oh no, It'll you're, you're you ruined for life. Like you are, you are going to a mental institution immediately after that's over. Cause you will never get over yeah. living your phobia constantly. So like over the large picture, scarecrow is a much more dangerous and deadly villain. I, you know what? I, I can't really argue with the logic. Um, all right, scarecrow will move on. Uh, that leaves um, that leaves our last one here, gentlemen. And who's that? Bane. Bane, uh, yes. I didn't know we had Tom Hardy on the podcast, <laughs> Mr. Hardy. I am a big fan of your movies. Gotham is yours. The fire rises. I'm sorry. Can you can you just take off the mask? <laughs> can we lose the mask for the for the? Remember interview? remember earlier when we were just having the chat and I said, "Oh shit, I gotta go grab something." And I ran out the room. I went downstairs. My immediate the thought glass. was like, "Is he going to grab the fucking shot glass?" <laughs> uh, but Bane is going against. Uh, I can't believe I made this a pairing, and I apologize to anyone uh, who has been into this bracket. Uh, Bane is going against uh, Raish, or depending on how you say it, Raz Al Ghul. This is Natalia. I love her. Natalia's a milf. You just have to imagine the fire. Hey guys, Natalia's a milf. You know why? She gave birth to Damien. She's still rocking. In the future, Talia becomes possessed by Raish. In 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 the DC universe, it wasn't Stacy's mom; it was Damien's mom. Damien's mom's got it going up. Talk about Damien's mom. I don't feel appropriate because you're a I don't know since a child. I will ask you politely to stop. Tom Hardy, I'm gonna ask you to. Just, Please. How long can I do do this joke until it gets boring and people stop laughing at it? (laughs) Alright, so Bane and uh, Ra's al Ghul. So we're going to start with Bane. 
Actually, you know what? No. We're going to start with Raish because there's something very specific that I'm going to end up talking about with Bane, and I think Anthony will know immediately what that is. Um, Does Raish have a certain set of skills? (laughs) Yes, that is right. In Batman Begins, he was played by Liam Neeson, uh, which was just a really weird casting... You know what, side tangent, that movie was really weird with how they used Ra's al Ghul because they never really definitively gave a fucking answer as if he was or the other guy was or whatever. And then, you know, anyway, that, that's, that was a whole I feel thing. like it was pretty definitive that... But was he, though? Yeah, I think that the other guy was just a figurehead of, like, of course you expect this guy to be Ra's al Ghul, but I would really hope so. him. I, w- I would hope so, and that they didn't go the route that Marvel did with the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The ancient one. <laughs> Sorry, the uh, the Mandarin. Um, the Mandarin. I spend Kingsley though. Actually, His Trevor. Actually, Anthony, have you not heard? I mean, I've heard. Of course, I have. I watched that little short. Or the Mandarin's real. But luckily, hear about Rafe. Yes. Uh, so side tangent there as well, because Jeremy stepped away for something, and I don't know what. Now he's silent, so I'm gonna fill the time. Um, yeah, I think he had a piece. So, so yeah, I think we, a man tinkle. Uh, so yeah, the Mandarin. Um, they said he's coming, and I guess he'll be hinted at or shown whatever with uh, the Chang Chi movie that they're coming out with. That's all about the Ten Rings. So supposedly that's Chang Chi. Yeah, Shang-Chi. He's going to be in there. Um, Jeremy... Oh, he's eating a fucking sandwich. He he stopped the show in the middle of the bracket to go... He's eating a Pop-Tart. <laughs> Even better. Look at this baby. There's a baby right there. Whose baby is that? Who, who, whose baby is that? This is all getting edited at this point. <laughs> there, there's so much I'm going to have to just cut out that it just makes no fucking sense in the middle of this bracket. I was angry. Yeah. Dude deserves his little snake. Might go to Mordor later. I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Maybe. Uh, so Bane. Uh, his real I name? I going to have Raish. Thank you, Jeremy. See, Jeremy, this is what happens. You distracted me, and I completely forgot where we left off. Everyone at home, I apologize if I leave all this in. I apologize now. I might just leave it all in. I don't know. Um, but Rachel Ghoul, I don't think... I didn't write anything down for him other than his appearance, uh, which was Batman 232, 1971. Um, really, because he's... He, I mean, he's so easy to just talk about. Um Rachel Ghoul, leader of the uh, the big assassins, you know, Batman had joined him. League of Shadows. Him. Yes, League of Shadows. Uh, he's the head of the demon, head of the dragon, depending on what version of things you're going to go with, because he's called both. Um, yeah, it, <clears throat> Bat, he trained Batman when he was out of Gotham. That's how Batman got his skills that he uses to be Batman. Now, Rache wants him I've to heard, run the organization. I've heard but Batman won't run the organization because he won't kill people. And then there's like a whole lore behind it where you find out that he's actually been alive forever because of the Lazarus pit, which brings him back when he's about to die. But he's in the Mad Men bracket because every time he uses the Lazarus pit, he goes fucking crazy. And he knows that the more he uses it, the worse he will become. 
And then there's a whole history behind that, that they've actually been behind Gotham from the beginning, and they've just constantly been purging it every now and again because it gets too sin-filled, as they put it, and they have to kill everyone so that things can reestablish and let the forest grow, yada, yada, yada things, and Batman won't do it because Batman won't kill, so him and Raish constantly butt heads because Batman won't kill and Raish wants him to kill so he can take over and yada, yada. Oh, there we go. I think that about covers it up, doesn't it? Now, I was going to make a really shitty joke, but then he just kept talking, so it kind of pulled out all the steam. Because <laughs> you were talking about how we trained Batman, and I said, I heard something different. And then he kept going, because my joke was going to be, I heard that he trained Bruce Wayne, but not Batman. See, that was <laughs> all the steam. <laughs> so that's Ray Shogul. Um He's pretty well-known. He comes in quite a bit. Uh, constantly trying to convince Bruce to take over and, uh, you know, kill people and whatnot. And, you know, obviously he won't do that. Um, which, which, honestly, that's kind of where the whole no-killing rule came from, is because he knows that if he cry, it's It's one of those things of, like, my parents got killed by it, so I don't want to be one of them. But at the same time, he also knows that if he were to ever cross that line and kill someone, that Ray would be able to convince him to take over, and he, he doesn't want to do that. Like, he, he doesn't want to become that guy. So he will not let himself fall. Come on, Brucey boy. You know you want to do it. Come on. You can't make me do it. Uh, Bruce, you're in the middle of a conference call? You can Oh, yes. So that business deal will be fantastic. What? No, I just had something stuck in my throat. (laughs) Is it me or does Bruce Wayne sound a lot like Batman sometimes? No, I don't. I mean, no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, So, yeah, so that's Rachel Ghoul. Uh, super deadly, uh, immortal, basically. I've killed him before. I've killed him twice, actually. Yeah, again, if you played the Arkham games, he appears in there. Uh, he, you know, but yeah, he dies all the time. Uh, he has he has the Lazarus Pit, uh, which is exactly as its namesake. Uh, you put somebody who's dead or dying. What in is there the namesake? Jared revitalizes them. Uh, it just means that that person's essentially immortality. Like you're just reborn. When you die, so you have no idea what, who Lazarus was, do you? I don't remember off the top of my head. No, he's from the Bible. See, that's why. Because I hate <laughs> for all you people that are religious who are listening. Please don't take offense, but I don't give any shit about your religion, dude. You're fucking neck when you did that. You're like fucking spinning it around. Because <laughs> I don't like. I respect your decision, but I fucking hate it. No. I grew up. Um, if I remember correctly, uh, Lazarus was the guy that Jesus brought back to life, so he's forever associated with being realized. I could be wrong. I, 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 that sounds about right. I've read the fucking thing. It sounds about right. Um, so yeah, no, that's Lazarus. Uh, that's Rachel Ghoul in the Lazarus Pit, what he does. Uh, Bane. Ah, uh, yeah. Possibly another one of my top favorite villains of all time when it comes to Batman. Uh, just because, goddamn. Well, with a breakfast. Yes. Thought, your spirit, Man, can I just say, or your body. I love the Dark Knight trilogy, but Bane in that one, like, I just, I, I'm just disappointed every time. I'm like, you had Tom well, Hardy. Uh, you had Tom Hardy, and this thing is what is, you did. The weirdest thing about that is they made him Scottish and white. Thank you. It's like, I don't understand. <laughs> what is but, this? I mean, Tom Hardy's Tom motherfucking Hardy. That's this is my point. Like Tom Hardy is an amazing actor. He does really fucking well in the things you put him in. 
But when you put him as Bane, that's what you can't... Like, that's what the spitball brought up? A dude with a mask that makes him hard to hear and a Scottish accent? Like, how did... He was in the Middle East! How does that even make any sense? Well, to, to, not to mention, Tom, I believe Tom Hardy based his voice off of, a, like, an old, famous, like, boxer dude. Probably. Uh, anyway, so Bane, his real name, it, it's unknown. It, he's just Bane. Anyone who knows him, he's a Bane. Um, so Batman, he first appeared Batman Vengeance of Bane, number one, uh, in 1993, uh, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, this, this is the storyline that I think most people, uh, any kind of Batman fan probably knows or has heard about. Uh, but Bane's father was a revolutionary who, after escaping capture, leaves his son, uh, to serve his prison term. Uh, Bane... Uh, ends up reading and trains while he's in prison uh, in the called uh, Pino Duro. Uh, due to his physical condition, uh, you, like you know, constantly working out, constantly reading, he got really smart. He got really fucking big. Um, he's selected for the scientific project uh, to create an enhanced human. It's the same thing wait, like wait, you wait. see all the time about super soldiers. I'm gonna interrupt you about this because this is really important to his younger life. You can't forget about Osito. Please inform us. Osito was Bane's teddy bear in prison. It hit a knife under his head. Yes. You, you pu- pulled off the head, there was a knife, so he stabbed people with his teddy bear. Adorable. Anyways, please continue. Yes, he did. Um, so yeah, he's selected for the program. He's injected with what they're calling Venom, uh, which, <laughs> it's the same thing that he uses everywhere. Uh, you know, it's the mo- most iconic thing. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Tom Hardy and that Venom. <laughs> everyone else uh, who gets injected with the serum ends up dying. Like, their body just contorts. They have an allergic reaction, essentially. They die. Uh, but he survives. He's the only person to survive in the experiment. Uh, but he's told that it uh, he has to take this every 12 hours via the tubes that they've connected to his fucking brain stem, uh, or he'll be in extreme agonizing pain and die from withdrawal. Um, so, uh... I don't, don't do think drugs, I have kids. to say what happens next. But class, even the listeners, let's all together now. What happens when you make a person who's been in prison their entire life a super soldier who, mind you, must take what you've just now given them to make them said super soldier or they will die? Uh, they bust out and take over. Exactly. He immediately escapes prison and murders everyone for what they've done to him. Uh, I don't know why you think giving it to the inmates is... Look, I, d- I don't understand that concept. That happens all the time in movies and comics. It's like, this is a dangerous murdering convict. We're going to give him this experimental thing that's going to give us super soldiers. But nothing could possibly go wrong if he lives. Just... <laughs> Do you want the answer to that question? Because I can provide it. I don't. Dolphin budget cuts. I mean, a budget cut, yes, but like, still, like, you're gonna it's get the homicidal maniac and give him superpowers. <laughs> I do like that. The, like the idea of that. Like, well, this will either kill him or give him unbeatable strength and durability. Yeah, yeah. Let's just give it to the homicidal maniac. You know, what's the worst that could happen? He breaks out and murders you all. Is <laughs> immediately what happens. Um. So he ends up fleeing, uh, he ends up fleeing, uh, goes to Gotham, uh, but every time he dreams, this is the weird thing, 
He's constantly tormented by a bat creature. He hasn't even encountered Batman yet. He just constantly has a bat demon that haunts him in his dreams. So when he gets to Gotham, uh, he learns about Batman. And immediately it clicks in his brain that that is the thing that has been tormenting him in his dreams. It's a sign that he has to kill Batman. So he makes it his sole purpose, coming into Gotham, a nobody, immediately becomes a mercenary and is like, I will kill the Batman. Um, after, uh, <laughs> this is where Bane comes in. Uh, I have this comic, and I love mentioning that Rag I have about it. I fucking love mentioning I have it, because it's fucking awesome to have in your collection. Um, while battling um, Batman, he breaks his fucking back. Uh, this is what Bane is most famous for. Is uh, Essentially what he did is he orchestrated Arkham Asylum to have all the inmates get out. So over the course of uh, the whole... So a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, so over the course of the next 24 hours, Batman spends that entire time capturing all the villains and rounding them back up. Bane is one of the newer villains by the time this happens. Like, Bane hasn't been around that long. He's more of just a mercenary dude. Uh, Bane captures him in the Batcave off guard, and while he's fucking worn down because he's just spent 24 hours capturing everybody else from Penguin, Riddler, Joker, Two-Face, all these fucking guys, uh, Bane kicks the living shit out of him and breaks his back in half uh, and leaves Batman for dead because he finally succeeded in what he was trying to do. Um, so, you know, that's the thing. Uh, he also battles with Asriel later uh, because Asriel ends up trying to fight Bane to avenge Batman, and he, it's a terrible fucking idea. Uh, but he actually, uh, because he put the blades and things on the suit, we covered it when we went over Asriel, uh, he actually mortally wounds Bane, which then causes Bane to re-engineer the Venom formula, making it stronger so that not only will it make him superhuman, but it'll also heal his body. So he does this. Guys, it fucking works. It absolutely works. Bane can heal. Bane can get stronger. The side effect is... It completely fucking fries his brain. It gives a complete overload on his brain, and it fries it. So he becomes a fucking idiot unless he's immediately taking his venom. Um, and another fun fact with that is he learns that Batman is Bruce Wayne. That's why he was in the Batcave. Uh, so after doing the whole venom thing, he doesn't remember that Bruce Wayne is Batman anymore because he, he fucking killed his yeah. brain. And, um, and probably done in Batman uh, Arkham Origins. It was. It was. Uh, so that's Bane, and that's Ra's al Ghul, or Raz al Ghul, however you'd like to pronounce it. Uh, Jeremy, you were really, really quiet. I was paying attention. We'll be the judge of that. He's uh, looking at porn on his phone. <laughs> so, <laughs> no step, bro. <laughs> Just start hearing that in the off in the distance. Oh no, Jeremy, I don't want to see your penis. I'm ready to screenshot. Oh, uh, no balls. <laughs> uh, so, Anthony, are you voting Bane or uh, Raish here? Uh, personally, I'm a large fan of Bane, the man who broke the bats. Fair enough. Jeremy? Raish out ghoul. Really? What's your reasoning behind picking Raish? Raish uh, has been around a hell of a lot longer, um, and he's got a hell of a lot more assets, and I believe without Batman being present, because we're going after who's the better villain, um, or the deadliest villain, 
I believe Rayshaw Ghoul, with everything at his disposal, could take Bane out. Hey, hey, that's his logic. That's his logic. That's it's it's good logic. I'm I'm legitimately trying to think of Bane's because he he because he technically still has the connects with all the the rebels in uh, in South America where he came from. Which has because that's like how he ends up becoming a mercenary. Is he just uses what's at his disposal? Ole, yeah. It, it was one of those things. Bane just kind of came out of nowhere for Gotham because Batman's so used to running into villains, but then you get Bane. Like, yeah, he's a superhuman dude, but like he's hitting up banks and armories and shit with like a legit miniature army, which is something that they hadn't really seen before. So yeah, that that's actually a good point. I, th- I think that would be a really good fight between the two of them. Because it would be the the assassins trying to kill off all the mercenaries, and then you'd have Raish and Bane fighting it out. I mean, it would it would be pretty epic. It would be that would like be fucking almost um, end game epic. It seems that you're stalling, Jared. I am because I don't know who to. I don't know. I I can't pick between these two. Fuck. Um. The coin flip. I didn't say heads or tail. Um, so heads or tail. <laughs> uh, which one's heads, All which right. one's tails? I'll let you both pick. Jeremy, you pick it. I picked last time. Uh, heads or tails? I haven't even seen it. Heads or tails? I'm going to go with tails is Rachel Ghoul, heads is bang. That's heads. It's heads. It's heads. So Bane? I don't remember what Jeremy oh. said. Uh, uh, I don't remember what Jeremy said, to be honest. Um, so, uh, just kidding. Uh, did you put the whole fucking thing of Lazarus in the, the chat? <laughs> yeah. You did. You're welcome. Yeah, and oh. which I was right. He did bring him back to from the dead. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, her... Uh, Tom Hardy revealed that he uh, was inspired for Bane's accent by legendary bare knuckle boxer Barley Gorman. Interesting. Uh, Lazarus of Bethany, also known as Saint Lazarus or Lazarus of the Four Days, venerated in the Eastern Orthodox Church as Righteous Lazarus, the fourth day is dead after he rose again, is the subject of a prominent sign of Jesus in the Gospel. Blah 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 blah. Jesus. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so Bane moves on. God, man, that, that one was uh, the oh. toughest one out of all of them. Was between Raish and Bane, like the dude who trained Bruce Wayne to become like what he ended up becoming Batman with, or the dude who's literally like killed Batman. Uh, and I only say that because, like, okay, so Bane has broken Batman, but one of the other really good stories that they had that it's even been animated before is uh, that because he he knows that he's Bruce Wayne, um, he shows up at the family home and then he buries him in his parents' grave on the mansion. Uh, like on all the other Justice League is getting taken out like that's Bane's plan is just fucking bury him with his dead parents and leave him uh, which is fucking which is fucking epic uh, you know so that brings us into the finals for this round um, Mad Hatter or Hugo Strange both of them use 
brainwashing to their own advantage. Hugo Strange uses it to get people to do his bidding with his psychology. Uh, Mad Hatter uses it with his neuroscience degree to make his brainwashing devices that he makes people, his Alice in Wonderland characters, to do his bidding. Uh, so they both use the same means, uh, just by different ways. I am going to vote for Hugo Strange, because I feel like he's more of a threat in the long run. Shit. Being that he has the doctor, he has a, a sign of power, so he can manipulate the masses easier he than... the psychiatrist Arkham for way too long. Exactly, so he, he could do more damage. For all we know, he could have done it to thousands of people who are the sleeper agents. Yeah, someone's just gonna say like "bibbidi bobbidi boo," and then a whole army of psychos gonna pop up out of nowhere. True, Jeremy. Hugo Strange. He's more of a threat to Batman in the city than uh, the little. I don't think it really matters because they're gonna have to fight whoever wins the other ones. But I am sad to see Mad Hatter go. my vote was on Mad Hatter. I just Kalu Kale is not Frab to stay. I just, I just like Mad Hatter more. Uh, but Hugo Strange, all right. Uh, Scarecrow or Bane? Well, here's my other two favorites. I can't believe it worked that way. It's fucking amazing. Uh, so Bane or Scarecrow, <laughs> the dude who's broken Batman, who's, I mean, for all intent and purposes, like he's. I mean, he's a powerhouse of a man with his venom. Um, and even though he did fry his brain and he's not as smart, that doesn't mean he's gone completely dumb. Like, Bane is still very much a tactical fighter. Like, knowing what your enemy's weakness is to exploit it and then beat and kill the shit out of everyone around them. Um, that's Bane's tactic. Uh, he uses it quite a bit when he fights people. Um, or Scarecrow, the guy who uses fear to his advantage against everyone he comes against. I'm not. You're not going to pull the fast one um, on me this time, Jared. How about you go first? Well, I just, I just want to say uh, that in both of their cases, uh, both of them fight Batman uh, in the same way that Scarecrow and Riddler fight Batman. Is that he's? They feel he's the perfect adversary. So, uh, it's funny that it ended up that way in the uh, for the finalies, uh finals on this one. But uh, the finalies. same thing as Riddler and Scarecrow. So, um, fuck. I, I I gotta go. I gotta go. Bane, like, like Bane Ooh. has physically broken Batman out of the game, and had to have somebody else fill in for him. Uh, and that person, of course, did like you know hurt him, but that just pushed him to become an even worse villain than he was before. So I mean, I, I just gotta give it to Bane. Like I do very much like Scarecrow. I just feel Bane has had the upper hand on Batman more times than Scarecrow has. Because Bane goes at him in the Batcave. Because I want to reiterate, when he broke Batman's back, he found the fucking Batcave and just waited for him to come back after forcing him to fight all of his other villains. There's just Bane sitting there with a paddle ball. Yeah, and he's like, all right, he'll be back soon enough. He had to fight other people. I think Joker was the last one. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> break. Well... 15 hours well spent. <laughs> I just met, like, it's, I'm sure there's some movie, like, like Bane just going around the back gate just looking at shit. 
He's like not damaging anything because he's like I'm not that. I like kind to of imagine that before he went to the Batcable, he was just at a nice restaurant. Like he had a, he had a good sandwich that day. Like, uh, well, oh there he goes. There's Freeze. All right. Well, I can finish my sandwich. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna. Fi- he just I'm had he just had a himself day. <laughs> I'm gonna have a spell. I'm gonna be number one. What out? Got a mani pedi. Exactly, and then he went and killed. Took a and, stroll like, through the wall or the park. You fought. broke my nail. I'll break your back. <laughs> that seems a bit oh god. <laughs> I, no, I like that. The Bane had the best day ever. While Batman was having the worst day ever, he's like, "All right, I got something like two hours to kill. I'll just chill okay, out." For and okay, seriously though, for anyone who has not seen uh, the Robot Chicken DC special, oh. they had a whole running <laughs> gag with Bane and Batman that was fucking great. Oh, just like a wet new. Actually, as a matter of fact, I already I was pulling up some of those gifts because they were so fucking funny. Where Batman's just living his life, Jeremy, and for the audience who has to, he's just like scoping out something, and then Bane walks up to him, snaps his back, do 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 do, that's Bane, and pisses off. Huh. There's one he's in the Justice League, and he's talking with like Wonder Woman and Aquaman, and he just breaks his back. Like you just stood there and let it happen. You have superhuman <laughs> strength. You could have just broken his arm. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, Jeremy ba- Bane or Scarecrow? <laughs> it's gonna have to be Bang. 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 bang, 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 here we go. Who's Bang? Alright, so Bane, uh, Bane or Hugo Strange? Bane. Yeah, there we go, Bane. <laughs> like he's the Bane of Batman? <laughs> uh, so Bane or Hugo Strange? Bane. Bane. <laughs> this is what you brought it to. It's a hard decision, guys. <laughs> The guy who controls an army and broke Batman, physically and mentally. Or the guy who or... just makes people get out of Arkham Asylum easier. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, he would have stood a chance if Bane didn't have a mask. You know what? I can't even reason with that logic, <laughs> That just doesn't... I don't understand your Well, you see, Jared. Process. You see. The, how the venom works? It actually it makes Bane bigger, so he has the girth of four arms. <laughs> so Bane is the winner. Um, yeah, it probably would have been different if there were some of the other people that had moved on. Uh, but against Hugo Strange, there's no comparison with Bane. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so Bane is the finalist. So that uh, is Black Mask. Killer Croc and now Bane are three finalists, mm-hmm. and I, I don't even want to fucking know who's gonna win the goddamn next one because this is this is the finals bracket is gonna be fucking impossible. <clears throat> are you are you boys ready and all you listeners to hear about the finals? But wait, we're getting an in tune broadcast to tell you it won't be Thursday. Oh. <gasps> No, that's right. Thursday, we're bringing... <laughs> Anthony hurt himself on that one. So, 
Uh, Thursday, we're going to bring back Odd Chat. Uh, we haven't really been doing Odd Chat. Uh, my plan was to just kind of blow through the bracket, get it done out of the way, because I had it all. Um, but it's, I kind of want to do an Odd Chat Thursday. There's a lot of things that have been coming up uh, with news well, and different things, so I'm going to bring now, it back. I don't want to be like the negative Nancy and argue with you, but we we skipped it one week. We skipped it one time. It's not like it was on like three weeks we weren't doing it. It's It's just been one day. That's true. Um, oh, actually, sorry. I'm a week ahead of myself. Uh, so Thursday, sorry. I, I, I'm getting confused. <laughs> so this is the post-finals bracket. Uh, so this will be before we get all of our finals that we want. Um, with that, uh, next week, then that will be, uh, you know, Thursday you'll have on chat. Uh, but Thursday we're going to cover over the last bracket here before we go into finals. Um... <clears throat> Your contenders are Clayface, Onomatopoeia, Humpty Dumpty, Clock King, Prometheus, Electrocutioner, Poison Ivy against Mr. Freeze, Owlman. And Owlman is a wild card. Uh, he was one extra and I didn't have a place for him. Owlman will be the deciding vote. Uh, the basically a, a, a deciding character. Whoever makes it through the other ones, that will have to go against Owlman, and that will decide who the finalist will be. Uh, it's an interesting bracket. Uh, pretty much these are uh, this one has a lot more people that are more like polar opposite to Batman. Instead of being good, they're evil. There's <laughs> a couple of those in this polar. <laughs> uh, but no, like Owlman and uh, Prometheus, uh, both of them are people who are Batman, but they're opposite of Batman. It's a whole thing we'll get into next week. Um, Alternate dimensions and all that. Yeah, there's stuff like that. Um, and Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze. I'm very excited to see how that one plays out uh, on Thursday because that that is going to be a hard-ass fucking thing to do. Um, so no, Black Mask, Killer Croc, and Bane. That is amazing. Uh, so before uh, ending out the show here, guys, I have been watching the fucking animated Harley show. And it fucking fits in because we're doing this guy, you know, we're doing the fucking Batman bracket. It is fucking hilarious. If you have not seen, uh, for anyone out there, if you haven't seen it, uh, you can actually get it with HBO Max. Uh, you don't have to go get it, the DC app. Not sponsored. Yeah, not not sponsored, but it, I, find, I found it's on HBO Max. That's how I've been watching it. There's two seasons. Uh, I just got into season two, and it's fucking hilarious. Like, imagine Batman the Animated Series. Make that R rated, <laughs> and that is the that is the way they've gone about this series. Is any Batman cartoon you've seen it has that kind of animation style, but it is just straight hard R, f bombs and blood everywhere. It is fucking. It's definitely a uh, a dark hu- black humor. Oh, it it is so fucking good though. Uh, I, I look at I, King I, Shock, I dude. It's literally been killing me, especially uh. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the character's name. I'm drawing a blank on him now. Uh, but he calls Wonder Woman a cunt. <laughs> I'm live there, and they have to bleep it, uh, which is funny because like they don't bleep any other swear words. But the two times he says "cunt" in that show, they bleep both of them. <laughs> it's the only word well, that gets edited. The world isn't ready for cunt yet. Well, Apparently America's not. not ready for cunt yet. But but no, it's fucking great. They put it in a trailer before. He like gets hit by a car, with Wonder Woman, and then it's just him standing up, going "You can and they just bleep it, and it's live TV. Um, and then he he says it again later on to somebody else. I think it's his ex wife when she divorces him or something like that. He calls her a cunt on live TV again. 
<laughs> so they're like, man, you really just don't help your case. <laughs> well, not at all. Um, but no, it's a really good show. Um, I, I'd highly recommend it. Um, and I bring it up because we're doing the Batman bracket right now. So I figured I'd bring it up then. Um, I think that was. I think there was one more news thing, and I'm honestly drawing a blank. Any updates? Oh, hey, Anthony. Did you know that the Spider-Man movie is likely going to be named Homesick and you hate it? It's stupid. I fucking hate it. They should have called it Home Alone and then him dealing with the Sinister Six by himself, making traps and shit. I think I opened up my cut. <laughs> He's so enraged. He opened up. A wound. Oh, yeah, that's... He just received. That is uh definitely bleeding through the closed. band-aid now. That was I get so animated. Well, from all of us here, go check us out at Oddcastlin on Twitter, oddcastmedia.com, oddcast network. Uh send Anthony your blessings. <laughs> He's apps fucking cutting him. Send me band-aids. <laughs> so he can handle knives properly. Uh Jeremy, thank you for your service. It's not the knives. I can handle knives. It's the specialized tools like the mandolin and a peeler. Jeremy, thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you for your service. Aww. I would salute, but I don't know if that's disrespectful. Yeah, I'm not an officer. Why the fuck are you saluting <laughs> me like the British? You fucking prick. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Anthony's gonna destroy his whole fucking setup. <laughs> So from all of us here, you stay on, stay proud. We'll see you. Well, and we'll we'll see you later this week. Bye. Spider-Man's homesick. Anthony, Jesus Christ. Jesus.